I'm Amelia Veal. Thanks for joining me for episode nine of Be The Drop, a weekly podcast that investigates how successful communicators create genuine connection. Through the series, I share communication strategies that you can use. Today, I sit down with James Sideris, the creative genius behind Notorious. Our interview got off to a cracking start as James brought one of his creations with him, a dark chocolate, coconut, macadamia muffin with raspberries and toasted meringue, plus a bounty injection. I mean, come on. James is constantly evolving his menu and absorbing inspiration wherever he goes. We discuss why being generous with his community and his decadent flavour combinations is so important to James. This is James' version of Be The Drop. So thank you so much, James, for coming in. No problem. It's fabulous to have you here on our next episode of Be The Drop. And I'm very excited, actually I'm salivating a little bit, of what you've got with your item of significance you yep. brought in. And that's really about what you do and how you link to your community. So if you could explain what you've brought in, that would be fabulous. Uh, well, what we have here is what's well, my – I'm pretty renowned for my muffins that I do. And this one here is raspberry, coconut, macadamia and dark chocolate um, and then topped with some toasted meringue. And then this is like a bounty – uh, injection, so it's like coconut, dark chocolate, ganache, <laughs> wow. um, and then just a few bounty bars on top. But I'm renowned for all my different flavors that I do, and I change it up each day, each week, that kind of thing. And this is what I've brought for you today. Fabulous! Can you give us a little bit of a demo? Just show us that because I, I know that there's there's more than meets the eye at first glance. Yeah. So, uh, so and explain as you're doing that. Can you just explain like? how you've developed them to have this sort of multi-layered. Well, I'm all about, um, it all started like I was all about having muffins that are jam-packed with with goodness and, and, and everything. <laughs> so, I mean, it's up to you how you do it, but I basically just put it all around and it's like a sauce or you can inject it in. I was all about having muffins with goodness because I hate to go to a cafe and you've got a muffin that you're paying four or five dollars for and it's absolutely got about three or four blueberries in it and that's about it yeah whereas here you've got everything you've got meringue some sort of sauce and getting all filthy doing it uh, raspberries macadamias you know it's jam-packed it's a meal for two or more at least so yeah i don't know it depends how hungry i am I well yeah like a lot some people justice. some people do it <laughs> some people can do it but it's that's what I'm about. I'm like it's it's oversized. It's in excess. There's, it's filled up to the brim with everything. You don't go short on the ingredients. You're giving people what they want, and it's quirky and different. Fantastic. So you find is that how you're connecting with your communities? They're really looking for something a little bit quirky and different. Yeah, I guess so. I mean, it takes the usual idea of of a muffin, a breakfast item, and kind of reinvents it. Or even people have got them for parties, that kind of thing. It's it's taking breakfast goods and making it delicious and fun instead of, I don't know, some people, a lot of people don't like breakfast and they kind of think of it as like a bit of a chore to get up in the morning and have breakfast. And I guess this brings a little bit of excitement. It gets people going around where I live and where I deliver to. And a lot of people like to follow what I'm doing, see the different flavors, see how quirky it is. And they'll even travel like distances to go get it. So it's, it's cool. It's what I guess is happening in my community at the moment. Sensational. So then 
Who is your community? Are they from all walks? Who are you finding are really attracted to your style of cooking? There's a lot of younger people, a lot of young people that follow me and they like to get on board and see what I'm doing. I obviously have a lot of people who know me already prior to what I was doing and they kind of like to see what I'm doing and and they jump on board and, and follow it all. And through your cafes, are you building communities that way? Yeah, I guess so. I guess because I'm as more and more cafes I pick up, you you spread the word and people kind of you know try and get it around Sydney. Those different communities get to experience it, and they get to experience what I've been trying to let people taste and 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 see. And I guess the more I get it out there, the more communities get to try it and and get the different flavors and the unique aspects to what I'm making. So at the moment you're selling wholesale through cafes. Yeah. So how often are you going out and taking your products out and about? It's I do it actually five days a week, but the majority of it is Friday, Saturday, Sunday. It's mainly weekends. I mean, that's when people have time off. That's when they like to relax, enjoy something, you know, treat themselves. They've had a hard week or something like that. Have a coffee Saturday, Sunday morning and then have a little treat with it. It's what people like to do, so... That's mainly where I distribute to and that's where the, mo- the bulk of my work gets done. And, yeah, that's, that's basically how I'm doing it at the moment. Fabulous. Okay, so what, what unites this community in their passion for baked goods, et cetera, and how you're part of bringing that story together? So your, your followers are growing. Uh, what is it that you think brings them to you and unites you with them? I think it, I think it might be the appeal that maybe I'm a younger like male who's just decided to go out and and be creative and do it himself. I'm like I'm only 23, and people get surprised when they see it's me behind all these all these baked goods that I'm making. And when I deliver them, sometimes it's pretty cool because people don't actually know I'm not really a, a person who shows off my face on my social media that kind of thing. So when I deliver them to these places. It's kind of cool that people get surprised at who's actually making it. I'm not like some big fat pastry chef or something like that. They like to see that it's someone young, um, just like them, who's just decided to follow his passion and kind of create these things and spread it around and get people to try what I'm creating. I mean, I'm still at uni on the side, so I'm still doing the, the processes that most people are doing, but I'm kind of getting myself involved in something else, doing what I'm passionate about. Yeah, it's interesting. You've used that word passion a couple of times. Do you think that's really important? And absolutely, absolutely. I I don't know. I find I'm a big believer in if you can do a job, uh, and you love what you're doing, you're passionate about what you're doing. You're not working a day in your life, really. So I'm doing a degree that's very straightforward. It, you know, follows by the book kind of thing. But I can't imagine myself going into an office every single day doing that kind of thing. And I, I think it's. I think if I could get up every morning and do this kind of stuff, have people excited about what I'm doing, spread the word and just get people, you know, getting around what I am doing and getting excited to come to my venue or go to another cafe that has my stuff, I'd be happy with that and that that would be enough for me, I guess. That, like it wouldn't be working in, in my sense because I'm loving what I'm doing. Fabulous. So what do you think it is that really takes people from they've seen something online, they're really excited about it, to then actually act and come in and find that out, seek it out, whether it be in your store when that comes to fruition or at other cafes? What's that action? What's that step that's driving that? I think it's like a lot of things. I mean, it's all about seeing a lot of people see the images. They're kind of like 
they all tag their friends in it, that kind of stuff. They and they get around it, they get excited. But when they can come and actually can make a date of it and kind of make it a trip and something that they plan ahead of time to come on a weekend to get one of my goods and get it before it sells out, it, it's the physical presence of it instead of just seeing it in an image kind of then moving on, forgetting about it. It's like they get to try it, they get to see it in their hands and the more that I can do that for them, the more exciting it is. So is it really important for you to tell people in advance where to find them or is that something known? How do they find that out? I generally deliver to the same cafes and I do let them know in advance flavours but I am renowned for just each week it's up to me. I just make up flavours, deliver them to the cafe, kind of tell them what it is and I'll post about it let people know so it is a bit of spur of the moment thing but i do try and give them like a day or two of advance so that people can talk about it and they can be like let's go tomorrow you know rally up all their friends try and get there try it out have it with a coffee that kind of thing so building that action and that motivation to yeah happen. yeah exactly so if you let them know i guess in advance they, they can get themselves together and go try it good okay now, have you had any experience with negativity within your community? And if so, how do you handle that? When I first started out with the whole using, like with some of the muffins that I do, I using syringes, that kind of stuff, I got a few negative comments talking about like what I'm condoning and then all other things like uh, recycling, that kind of stuff. And I take into account what they're saying, but you just try and put it behind you, I guess. You don't really react to them because that's, that's the, for them to go out of their way and say something negative, they're just trying to spur you on. And if you react, it's just going to get them to keep going. And I just try and ignore it. The majority of, of stuff that comes from the community is positive. So that's what I, that's what I feed off. I mean, if there was a large sense of negativity, then I would change what I was doing because that's what the community would be like giving me a hint at. But, you know, you get the occasional negative thing. You just got to learn to put it behind you. There's been comments about recycling, which I take into account. I try and reuse all the syringes that I can, wash them and and um, reuse them. But other people just say some ridiculous things sometimes, like they say that I'm condoning IV drug use, that kind of stuff, which is absolutely absurd in my mind. Obviously, it's not. It's a pastry kind of muffin breakfast good, which is just fun. It's about creating something fun and different, which it gets people going. It gets people excited, you know. Instead of going and having the same thing day in, day out, or just, you know, this like a muffin is a muffin, whereas this is taking it to a next level, changing it up, gets people excited for the weekends, gives them an event to go to, friend, they go with their friends. It does create a sense of community, I guess. Great. Okay, so we've talked about communicating within that community. For you, what is the most successful platform for that communication? Is there uh, one or is it a combination? For me, it would be Instagram. I mean, the whole social side of it, that's where my biggest following is and also Facebook. I think that's the majority of where things get, like where I can get it done. It's also about other cafes, so I'll give it to their cafes if they can then promote it, be like we've got Notorious Goods in here today, the way that that can spread. So it's just like a multi kind of, it's a multiplier. Like I use my Instagram and they use their Instagram and it kind of spreads the word and I try to encourage everybody posting about it and sending photos, getting behind it. So I think that's the biggest way that I spread the word and get it out there. Yeah, So and it's obviously it's a very visual-based yeah. product. Well, yeah, so that's what it's about. I mean, it's got to be visually appealing. You know, as they say, say a lot of the time, you eat with your eyes, but it, I, it also is delicious. So, I mean, if it appeals to people, they'll buy it and then they'll eat it and they'll realize, wow, this is actually a lot tastier than I thought. 
and it does live up to what it looks like because a lot of times you can get things that look decadent and they look extravagant but then it can be very plain so that's what i'm all about trying to jam pack it full of flavors ingredients that kind of thing you know not stooping on on any of that kind of stuff sensational i'm getting hungry talking about it (laughs) that's what i want that's what i'm trying to generate you know it excites people yeah and like people people look at even people who don't come i have regular followers people who know me and they look at my photos on instagram facebook that kind of stuff and they they say that oh you make me hungry when i eat it i kind of want to unfollow you and i'm like well that's kind of it's a good thing because i want them to be you know getting excited over it even if they're not buying it just getting behind me following me you know what when they get excited it encourages me more and gets me excited and i just start brainstorming and 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 what what is that drive for you to create you know and push these boundaries i don't know it's just i've always been somebody who's wanted to i don't know whenever i do something i try and do it to the best of my ability and try and never try and do something just ordinary because i'm a bit of a perfectionist so I wouldn't be satisfied if I was like handing up something that was pretty ordinary. So it just, it pushes me, it gets me excited and I just drives me to create something different. And baking, was that something that you've had a passion for for a long time? Where did that come from? I've always been into food and I've always been excited about going to different cafes, different restaurants, trying different meals, that kind of stuff. Uh, But I didn't really get into it until after school. I would occasionally like muck around in the kitchen with mum, but I didn't really get into it until once I had finished school. I was more into like rugby, that kind of stuff. And then I just found it as a, it's, it's like a creative outlet for me. It's a way that I can, I relax when I'm doing it. So if I'm bored, I'll just go muck around in the kitchen and create something. Whereas a lot of other people, they get in the kitchen and they get frazzled and then they don't know what to do. Whereas if I'm just, got nothing to do at home or I need a study break something like that it just lets me release my creativity it's kind of like somebody painting a picture but for me it's creating a form of food or or an artwork with food fabulous and do you get suggestions from your community at all for different flavors and things like that yeah definitely people like you should do this you should do that or how about like trying to create because sometimes I often try and create the muffins and the donuts and that kind of stuff around flavors that evoke emotions for people like and evoke like memories so i know people love i I do a popular golden gay time muffin or people people love things that i can recreate that would remind them of something say if i do like a mars bar muffin or a cherry ripe muffin like people are like oh i already love mars bars so let me try it in a different form or a different way or see if he has actually nailed it to get it to what it is so it's kind of it's kind of like i try and bring that back to them or recreate a dessert or something like that which they can relate to yeah fabulous now in conclusion can you share with me your be the drop tip now (laughs) that is about your top communication tip so how do you think like what's the most important thing when communicating with your community i think communication is essential if it's all positive i'm absolutely all about positive communication so if you're going to communicate with people, be open, but also be positive. I mean, negativity doesn't help in any sort of way. I think it's all about encouraging people, trying to build people up, not not like tall poppy syndrome, not bringing people down. If somebody's doing successful, be positive, get behind them, try and stir them on. It only pushes people to do more, but also it pushes other, it pushes, when you push somebody else, it gets somebody else excited and it's all a, 
sort of a building effect that that makes everything grow from there and everybody should just be feeding off everyone communicating there shouldn't be any competition and that kind of stuff because the more that you all spread the word and get around everyone it just will create a larger like a larger community that is all doing their own thing they're all passionate about what they're doing because whenever you, you get negative about something it just makes somebody really stoop down and and like not believe in themselves so i think positivity is a big thing because it just creates belief well that's a great thing for be the drop because that's all around a waterfall begins with one drop so well, exactly yeah so it's <laughs> got to start somewhere what and it should talking? just build from there yeah what you're talking about is creating waterfalls let's do it together exactly fabulous perfect thanks so much for your time no problem. thank you for having me thanks for listening to be the drop podcast be sure to subscribe in itunes or your favorite podcast app leave us a review or share with someone who is looking to improve their communication You can follow us on Facebook, Twitter or Instagram at B underscore the underscore drop or visit our website narrativemarketing.com.au and click on the podcast tab. If you or somebody you know embodies Be The Drop, email us via podcast at narrativemarketing.com.au. New episodes are released each Monday, so make sure you don't miss out by checking in every week.